I just wrote down three points that I want to uh, cover with these kids. That made me kind of cry. There's so many things, guys, that will try to take your heart. Save your heart for Jesus. He loves you unconditionally. I want every one of you guys to say, I am special. Jesus loves me. I love Jesus. Today I want to to talk to you about three things that I want to see you do this year. We're going to pray over you here in a few minutes, but uh, kids, school's getting ready to start and... uh, you know, it's, it's, it, I just love when I see these little ones going to kindergarten. How many start in kindergarten? Anybody start in kindergarten? I know Quinn's starting kindergarten. And so we've got all different ages. And, uh, but man, you know, you get some of, uh, I used to like watching that show, Kids Say the Craziest Things or something like that. And uh, so I just had a, had, had a few of them. Uh, the teacher asked one of the little boys, are you animal, vegetable, or mineral? He said, I'm vegetable. She said, what? He said, I'm a human being. Little girl's first day of school, her teacher said, write your, 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 what's your father's name? She said, Daddy. She said, no, what does your mama call him? She said, she doesn't call him anything. She likes him. Huh? <laughs> I wonder what your kids will say when they say, ask you what mommy calls you. The teacher said, little Johnny, why don't you brush your teeth? I can still see your breakfast. He said, what I have. She said, eggs. He said, you're wrong. That's what I had yesterday. (laughs) Oh, brush your teeth every day. Got to brush your teeth. A little girl's student, to the boy's student, little girl said to the boy, too bad you flunked your test. How far were you from the right answers? He said, two seats. (laughs) It's not good. We don't cheat, do we? Never cheat. A father was examining his father's report card. His son's. This kind of was me. His father said, well, son, there's one thing for sure. You couldn't possibly be cheating. (laughs) The librarian said to the little kid, said, shh. Read quietly. The people around you can't read. He said, well, that's a shame. I've been reading since I was six. Little Johnny, first day of class, everybody said stand and we're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Put your hand over your heart. Little Johnny put his hand right here. The teacher said, no, I said put your hand over your heart. He just left it right here. She said, little Johnny, why do you think your heart's right there? He said, well, every time Grandma comes to visit, she pats me right there and says, bless your little heart. bless your little heart Psalms 127 I want to read to you unless the Lord builds the house its builders labor in vain unless the Lord watches over the city the watchmen stand guard in vain in vain you rise early and stay up late toiling for food to eat for he grants sleeps to those he loves. Sons are a heritage of the Lord. Children a reward of him. Everybody say, I am a blessing. 
Children are a blessing of the Lord. You are a gift. Did you know you were a gift? You're a gift to your mom and daddy. You're the best thing that ever happened to them. And they love you. Children, it said, are like their reward from the Lord. and They're like arrows in the hands of a warrior. And the Bible says that we're to raise up our children, to train them up in the way they should go. When, you say, when do I start teaching my children the Word? Well, you saw it this morning. They're not even getting ready to start school. But they can quote the whole Psalms 23. How many of you adults can do that? What were they singing? This is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy may be full. When do I start telling my kids about bullying, about not picking on other people, and about showing respect and love? You just saw it. This is my commandment, that you love one another, that your joy may be full. You don't wait until they get into junior high or high school, or you don't wait till the trouble comes. Train up a child in the way he should go. That scripture means in the way that they're bent. Every kid here has a different style of learning. They have a different personality. You have different ways that, that you have different gifts and talents. Some of you like to play sports. Some of you like to play music. Some of you like to act. Some of you like to sing and dance. You, there's some, all of you have a different gift, and it's all special. You're special. You're unique. And I want to talk to you three ways that I wrote down. I was thinking this week that you can be a blessing. Do you want to be a blessing? See, you, when you were born... You were a blessing to your family. You're a blessing to your mom and your dad. But as you grow up, you can be a blessing to them, to others, to your friends, to, to your teachers. And in a few minutes, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and, and ask you a few teachers that are here today. I, I want you in a few moments, I'm going to have you come up here. And I would like for you just to give these students just a, a, just a little thought. What, as a teacher... What are you expecting from your students this year? How can they have a better year? How can they, what can they do to impress you? What are you looking for in a good student? Because that's what we all want to be. We want to be good students. We want to learn. We want to be respectful. And so uh, our teachers, they have some expectations. I, I know Miss Amy, when she was teaching, she had, it, she had it written down what her expectations were. And she taught at a Christian school for a while, and then she moved to Lindale. And she used her same uh, uh, expectation rule. It got her on the news. It got her hate mail. It got her called out from atheist groups. Because from the Christian school to the public school, she forgot to take out that little part that said, bring your Bible to class and listen to the Spirit of God. <laughs> they didn't like that but you know what you can always take Jesus in your heart and your teachers have some expectations for you so I'm going to talk to you about three ways that you can be a blessing number one in obedience can somebody tell me what it means to obey what is, what is obedience listening absolutely we're going to listen. And then when we hear instruction, then what are we going to do? We're going to do what we were told. 
So when we obey, we've got to listen to instruction, and then we have to mind. My mama used to say it all the time. You've got to mind me. And so we've got to do what we're told. We've got to obey. You know what? Did you know there's a scripture that talks about obedience? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is well-pleasing. How many parents have taught your children that scripture yet? You need to teach them. Every day from the time they were born, uh, you need, Nicole, you need to start telling your baby, obey your parents in the Lord. And then you're rocking them. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. This is well-pleasing. You don't wait till they're too old. You start in the beginning. You start teaching them the Word of God. Obey your parents in the Lord, because it's well-pleasing. Don't you want to please the Lord? We like to please our parents. We like to make them happy. We like to make our teachers happy. We like to, but the most important person we want to make happy is Jesus. And one way we can obey, we can, through obeying, we got to obey our teachers, obey those in authority, obey the police officers and the firemen, anyone that's in authority. We have to respect them and respect their office. And we've got to be honorable. We've got to listen. We've got to pay attention You've got to be obedient. How many will make, how many will make me a promise and say, I'm going to be more obedient this year? A few of you. <laughs> see, the problem is, see, the, the problem is, I'm not, I'm not laughing at y'all. I'm laughing at all your moms and dads because none of them raised their hand. I was talking to them. See, we got to obey. How do you expect your kids to obey if you're not obeying? Huh? We've got to teach respect and show respect because what we do is way louder than what we say. Why, why, do, why, do, why are kids sometimes afraid of police officers and everything? It's because every time gets, one gets behind you, you freak out. Well, stop speeding, stop breaking the law, stop running red lights, and then you wouldn't worry. You'd be able to go, oh, looky there, there's a wonderful police officer there to protect us. Instead of, oh, no, he's going to give me a ticket. We've got to teach by example. They're watching you. We've got to obey the laws of the land. We've got to be respectful of others. See, parents, they're watching you. They're listening to you. They're, you're, 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 they're following in your footsteps. And if you're not obeying, if you're not obeying God's law, if you're breaking the law, how can you tell your children? Huh? Mm. I, know, I know, you know there's no parents. We always tell our children to completely tell the truth. Yeah, because lying is bad. Lying is very bad. But there's been many times I've seen parents... Something happened, and the daddy go, don't tell your mama. Oh, I won't raise, and ask any daddies to raise your hand if you ever said that to your kids. Don't tell your mama I did that. Well, come on, listen, we, can, we can't start, we can't teach them to not tell the truth and be truthful and be open and be honest, because then when something happens, we want them to tell us the truth, but they're going to do what you taught them. So we got to do better ourselves, don't we? <laughs> All the parents want me to get back to talking to y'all. They say, leave us alone and just preach it to kids. They need it. So number one, everybody say obedience. 
I'm declaring that for you to have a year where you listen, where you're obedient, where you mind. And if you know what? If you'll always do is what you're told and you'll do it quickly and you'll do it responsibly and you'll do it the way you're supposed to, you know what? You won't go to the principal's office. You won't get in trouble. You won't. So, so I, in, my, in my elementary years, I kind of got in trouble a little bit. I was just a kind of a, uh, probably if, it, if I was living today, I'd probably been on medication. But they didn't know anything about that back then in the 70s when I was in elementary. Uh, so I, I had a lot of energy. And, uh, but then I came on through and I, I, I got, went to private school. And then when I was 15, I was kneeling right over at that altar. And I heard the voice of the Lord say, I want you to preach. And I said, yes, Lord. And I, I started my whole life changed. I started serving the Lord. I gave him my heart. Just like in that skit, I gave my heart to Jesus. And from that moment on, I never got in any more trouble. I, I, I did what was right, and I did my work, and I, I was a good student. And I had no idea. When I was in high school, I was a senior, and I got called to the office. I was like, what did I do? What in the world? And I got called to the office because they told me, you need to go down to the library and get your picture taken because you're, you're on the A honor roll. You're like number 26 graduating in the group of 500. I had no idea. Like if I'd have known that, I'd have worked just a little bit harder. I could have been in the top 10. But I was just, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about any of that. I was just doing my work. I was just being obedient. I was working. I was playing sports. I was going to work with my brother. I, I was just doing, what was this? I didn't get any trouble anymore because I gave my heart to Jesus. I wanted to please God. I wanted to be an example to my friends. And I started working and I started building a youth group and started preaching. And the people still today, when I see them out, they'll say, I, they, I remember you carried your Bible at school. And are you, you still preaching? What are you doing? You know what? Because you, you don't have to be old to be an example. See, mom and dad, I can't go to your school campus and talk to your friends about Jesus. But you can. And here's how you teach people about being obedient to God. Is you show them how you're obedient to others and people go man why are you doing that because God said children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right he said that I'm supposed to obey I'm supposed to be listen and I'm supposed to honor those that have authority over me and have rule number two I want you to be a blessing in your service what service it's what you do what do you do every one of you would like to do different things and as you grow, you're going to find out what you're gifted in and what you're talented in. Maybe it's sports. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's all the things we listed earlier. But you're going to find what you're good at, and you're going to do it to the best of your ability. Don't ever do things half-hearted, just halfway. If you're going to play a sport, give it everything you got. Give it all your strength, all of your energy. Study. Be hard. If you're, gonna, if you're good at, at math, if you're good at science, whatever, whatever you're good, study hard. Be the very best at it. Not just for the grades, because what you are, you're preparing yourself for your future. What do some of you want to be when you grow up? Just, just holler it out to me. What are some of you thinking about doing when you grow up? Huh? Soccer player. How many soccer players? Ah, oh, everybody wants to be a soccer player. Good. You can do it. But you know what? You're going to have to practice hard. Pastor Marcello can tell you what, it's, what it takes to be a good soccer player. Who are you going to be? A doctor. Anybody else? A doctor? 
a doctor. You can do it. You can be a good doctor. Anybody else over here? What do y'all want to be? An animator. The adults don't know what that is, but I do. What's an animator? <laughs> Listen, you know, so, so many times, uh, you know, people, people get all upset with uh, kids for playing video games. And I knew this one little kid. I mean, he was always playing video games. And, uh, I mean, his, you know, his, his driving his parents crazy. That kid's just always playing those video games and all that. You know what? That kid grew up. I got a call uh, and had to give a, a personal testimony for this kid because he is high in the government. He had to get this certain clearance because he is doing all this computer stuff that all those video games prepared him for. Who knew? I'm telling you, whatever you do, be the best at it and God will bless you. Mark chapter 10, verse 44. And whoever of you desires to be first, how many wants to be first? The rest of you want to be last, huh? No, we all, if we're going to run a race, we want to be first. If you're in a competition, we want to be first. If we're playing sports, we want to come in first. So I'm going to tell you a little secret on how to be first. The Bible gave us a secret here. Jesus showed us how to be first. He said, whoever wants to be first has to be the least. He said, you have to, if you want to be first, you've got to be the slave of all. Well, I don't want to be a slave. I, I don't want to do all the work. I want somebody else to do the work for me. No, a true leader, whoever wants to be first, has to learn to be the servant. Before you can be a master, before you can be the boss, before you can run your own company, you've got to learn what it's like to be the worker. You've got to humble yourself. He said, for the Son of Man, speaking of Jesus, Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. Now, let me ask you a question. How many of you like your mama to cook your food for you? You like your mama to wash your clothes? You like your daddy to fix all the stuff you break? You like him to work hard and pay for all the bills and, you know, you don't, y'all don't have to have jobs right now. You know, right, right now you're being served. But there's going to come a time in your life and you can start now learning to serve others. When you see somebody else that has a need, you're going to be at school and one of your friends, you'll look over and maybe they forgot their pencil and you have two. What would be a good thing to do? Share. You, you, we, let's become a servant. Let's, let's serve others. Let's find needs. Let's find people that are hurting. Have, have any of you ever gone in the cafeteria and look in everybody's setting and there's that one person sitting all by themselves? Go sit with them. Go talk to them or invite them to come sit with you. We've got to learn to serve others, to be friendly. To, you know what? No one, everyone knows what it feels like to be left out. We know what it feels like to be talked about. We know what it feels like to somebody to say something about us and hurt our feelings. So you should never do that to someone else. Never make someone else feel bad because you know what it feels like when people make you feel bad. Learn to be a servant to other people. Don't be a taker. Don't just always want everybody to give you stuff, yet you never give to anyone else. Be someone that helps other people. Be someone that notices things that other people don't notice. 
Notice other people. Needs. Learn to serve. Learn. Jesus said, I didn't come to serve or to be served, but I came to serve and to give my life. Jesus came to die for us. You can, through your service, you can be kind. How many of you are nice? You're not. I mean, it's, like you can, it's okay to raise your hands. I'm a nice person. I like to be nice. I like to be helpful. Do you help around the house right now? Do you help your mom? Do you clean your room? Do you mow the yard? Do you wash the car? Do you pick up your toys? Do you, you know, you can do things that you can do that helps. Learn to be a helper. Don't just make everybody else do everything for you. Learn to be helpful. Learn to be merciful. Has any of you ever made a mistake? Have you ever messed up? Yeah, we've all messed up. Did you know the Bible says all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God? And that's why Jesus died, so he could forgive us. But you know what? When we mess up, we want people to have mercy on us, don't we? We want them to say, it's okay, you can do it over. That's what we like to hear. But sometimes when other people mess up, we don't give them that same option. We're mean to them and we, we, we act ugly to them. Be merciful. When somebody makes a mistake, tell them, that's okay. You can do it again. You can do it over. I'll give you another chance. Be merciful to your friends and to your family. Be forgiving. If somebody does you wrong, don't hold a grudge. Don't be bitter. Don't be angry. Don't say, well, that's it. I'm never going to do nothing nice for them again. No. If they made a mistake, forgive them. Don't, don't hold a grudge in your heart. Don't be rude. You like rude people? No, we don't. Don't be mean. Don't be a bully. Don't push people around just because you might be bigger than them. Don't be a bully. You see, you know what happens so many times in church? So many of these things that these, we see all these bad things happening around with schools and people shooting and doing all kind of crazy stuff. When you go back and look, so many of those kids had been bullied. People didn't accept them. They made fun of them. They talked about them, and that hurts. And pretty soon, hurt people act out, and they hurt people. So let's be careful, even in church. There's so many, so many. I I look at so many of the crazy musicians and rock stars that are just way out there. These were kids in youth groups that other kids made fun of. And they got hurt, and they left church, and they said, I'm not serving God anymore. And they went out in the world, and the world accepted them for all their weirdness and their craziness. And now they're just wild. It's because they, someone hurt them. Someone was mean to them. Someone bullied them. Come on, they, 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 they held grudges, and they didn't give them a chance to have a do-over. So let's don't be that way. Let's serve people with mercy. Acts chapter 13 says David you know remember remember the story about David how he killed that big giant when he was young it wasn't he, he, in his own strength God helped him but he had to know how to use the slingshot so practice what you're good at become good at it whether it's playing an instrument or a sport or whatever study hard and work hard and then your gift will make a place for you and then it says David after he did all those great things, he fought the giant, he became a great king. And the Bible says, after he served the purpose of God in his generation, he fell asleep or he died. We're all going to die someday when we get old, hopefully. But you know what? We can serve the purpose of God in our generation. You know what? My generation is different than your generation. 
Y'all are growing up in a different time than these kids on the back seat. Everybody's in a different space and time, and you have influence over different people and different friends. But you have to serve the purpose of God in your generation. They'll have to serve it in their generation. But once you've done what God's called you to do, won't it be good someday to stand before God and go, hear Him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys of the Lord. You did what you were supposed to do. You fulfilled your purpose. You, you were obedient. You served. And now it's time to receive your reward because God rewards us for everything we do. The last thing I want to talk to you about is being an example. We are kind of some of it being obedient. That's an example to other people. Serving others, being friendly, being sweet, being nice, being kind, doing all those things. But then you need to be, learn to be an example. Show other people how they should act by you doing the right thing. Be a leader, not just a follower. Now, it's okay. Did you know it's okay to be a follower? As long as you're following the right person. Don't, don't, don't follow uh, the, the bad people. Don't, don't try to just get in with the in crowd. Stay away from those that are doing wrong. Stay away from drugs and thugs and punks. Anybody know any drugs and thugs and punks? Yeah, don't be that. Don't go there. Don't, don't, don't be, you don't have to be friends with everybody. You have to be nice to everyone. You have to be polite. You have to be courteous. But you do not have to be friends with everyone. And if people, if they're not acting right and they're not good influences, you don't have to hang out with them. Still, we're still kind. We're still, we're still polite. But you know what? Make sure that your friends are, are doing what's right. Find the ones that want to be obedient, that want to be helpful, that want to serve, and follow them. Or just be the one that does that, and other people will follow you. Because most people want to do what's right. And they just kind of get sucked in because they want to be popular. Don't worry about being popular. Be worried about what Jesus thinks about you. Because he loves you. Amen? Show others how to be obedient by the way you serve. Stay away from those bad friends. Don't, don't worry about boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. Just make friends. Don't worry about relationships, okay? Just be friends with everybody. You say, why, why pastor? Because remember the little girl that gave her heart to the wrong person? And what did he do with it? He played with it. And then he threw it down and he broke it. Broken hearts hurt. And they're hard to mend. Sometimes it takes a lifetime. You can save yourself a lot of heartbreak if you won't just give your heart to anybody. Save your heart for the one God has for you. And so save yourself. Some of you guys are high schoolers. Some of you going into college. There's a lot of influences today that are, that are not good. Can I just tell you the date rape drug is alive and well. And there's people using it every day. Girls, please be careful. Don't, listen, don't ever, don't ever, don't, don't accept stuff from other people. Don't accept drinks, don't accept stuff. It's just, we live in a crazy world. You know what? Just be careful. Protect yourself. Don't go places alone. Don't go places with people you don't know. Don't meet people 
This is happening all the time. Young ladies are meeting somebody on the line and going and meeting them, and they're never seen again. But I thought they were a good person. You can't... Listen, can I just tell you, all that stuff online, all that stuff on their profile, they're lying. They probably don't even look like that. They're photoshopped. Huh? They're, 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 all the stuff they're saying, all that, listen, don't get caught up in it. Stay safe. We, we, we love you and we want you to stay safe and we want you to honor yourself and honor your body and don't put stuff in your body that don't belong there. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from, from all the things that are harmful. Live your life in a way that's pleasing to the Lord. I don't want to get too involved in that, but I'm just I'm warning you. Please, guys, be careful. Have a good year. Um, but get, get involved in good things. How many, how many play in sports this year? Look at all of our sports people. How many likes band? Who's in band? Plays an instrument. All right. Anybody in theater? Anybody doing ROTC like the military? Yeah. Anybody in uh, uh, ag like animals? Yeah. So you know what? Whatever you like, there, there's a group out there. There's people that, that, that like it too. So find it. Get involved in it. Have a good year. And uh, be a blessing. Learn to be part of a team. Learn to be a good teammate. How many of those, there's usually, all, there's always one on the team that wants everybody to do the work and they just want to get in on the celebration. Woohoo, we won! What do you mean? We, you didn't do nothing. But guess what? It doesn't matter if you play or sit on the bench. Everybody gets a Super Bowl ring. See everybody on TV, all the NFL players, they all get paid a lot of money and they all get a ring whether they played or not. You know Why? Somebody tell me why. They're on the team. But you know what? Those guys that are not out there playing are on the sidelines cheering. They're, they're, they're encouraging. They're there if they are needed. And they're practiced up and they're in shape and they're ready to go. Listen, if you're going to be a part of a team, support your team. And this is not just for the kids. I'm going to say this, and it's really to the parents. Don't quit what you start. If you start it, parents, this should be your rule. If you start it, you're going to finish it. Now, next season, if you don't want to play no more, you don't have to. But we're not, we're not quitting in the middle of the year. We're not quitting just because you had a hard game. We're not quitting just because, you know, the coach hollered at you or whatever. No, you, you, you want to do it. You started it. Now, we're going to follow through. Now, next year, if you don't want to do it no more, we'll do something else. But if you let your kids quit everything they start just because it gets hard... How are they going to learn anything? You'd be like my friend. His mama let him quit everything. And then he got grown, and she even called and quit his job for him. And then he quit on life, and then he quit in marriage, and he quit everything. You know why? I, do not let your kids quit. You're teaching them something that, that they need in life. You don't just get to quit when life gets hard. If, we, if, if that was true, we'd all quit a long time ago, wouldn't we? Your parents would have quit raising you. Huh? Huh? That first dirty diaper there, I'd be like, oh, I quit. No. But they kept doing it. 
and they raise you up, and now they're now you're doing other stuff that it's, it's hard, and they're going to work to buy you new school clothes because you grew over the summer. And it's hard, but you know what? We don't quit. We just keep going. Why? Because we love you, and we believe in you, and we know you're going to do great things. We're proud of you. You are a blessing. I want to hear all the parents in the house tell these kids, you are a blessing.